We're holding Masechus Brachas, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Hay. This is the last mission in the Perak, and ostensibly it comes as a package deal with the other Mishnahis in the Perak, which we're talking about the Mitzvah Kriyashma. This Mishnah will talk about the Mitzvah of mentioning or remembering verbally the Exodus from Egypt. Now, it seems pretty straightforward at first blush that it's a part and parcel with the Kriyashma, because as we know, when we say Kriyashma, there are three paragraphs. The first two paragraphs, I said, Papashas, simply put, are Midoraisa, are mandated by the Torah, because those verses say, you'll speak about these very words, you'll say them in the nighttime and in the morning time when you get up, etc. Now, it's not so simply the case that this is so tied into the Shema, however, because that third paragraph, where we do mention, but we'll call it the Vayomer paragraph, which mentions Tzitzis, and ends with the line that, I am the Lord your God who took you out of Egypt to be a, your God. So that is a, by saying that sentence, that Pasuk, one fulfills the mitzvah of remembering making mention of the Exodus from Egypt. But it's not so clear that this really is all about Kriyashma at all, because it's very possible that one could fulfill that mitzvah of mentioning the Exodus from Egypt without saying Kriyashma in the third paragraph. You could just say the first two paragraphs of the Shema, and then mention, let's say, that verse all by itself for argument's sake. And in fact, believe it or not, it seems from the Gemara Yudalad that uh, in Brachos that in Eretz Israel, in the time of Chazal, in the time of the Talmud, in fact, in Israel, they did not say the third paragraph of Kriyashma when they said Shema um, in the evening. So it's not so simple that the two are connected. What is clear is that the rabbis instituted that third paragraph, the Vayomer paragraph, that mentions Tzitzis and mentions the Exodus of Egypt for the morning recitation of Shema. And that's because of the mitzvah of mentioning the Tzitzis Rhyme and also because the mitzvah of Tzitzis, of wearing the Tzitzis, is intimately tied in and connected to the remembering of all the mitzvahs, which is connected to the rest of, of uh, the Kriyashma, remembering that it's Hashem and doing the mitzvahs. Um, and also, it has other natural connections, such as the Sheish Mitzvah Tamidias, the six constant mitzvahs that the Bir Halacha brings down in Perikal of uh, Os Beis, that there are six mitzvahs that one has to be mindful of and sort of frame the way he sees the world at all times. So five of them are mentioned in the Kriyashma, to know there's Hashem, that's declaration of Hashem Achad, to have no other gods besides Hashem, to know that Hashem is one, to love Him and to fear Him. Those, of course, are in the main content of the Kriyashma's first two paragraphs. But the third paragraph, the paragraph about Tzitzis, so there's that contains the source for the sixth mitzvah tamidi, the mitzvah of not to go wandering after your eyes and heart not to pursue things that take you away from God and the Torah. So there are lots of reasons why it makes sense to institute that third paragraph to be part of the recitation of Kriyashma. Um, but if you didn't have a mitzvah of mentioning the Exodus of Egypt in the evening, there may be no reason at all to mention that third paragraph. So here in our Mishnah, we're going to start out by saying, Mazkir Nitzitz Mitzrayim Belelos. That's a Psag Din. That's a, a memra, that's a statement that's brought down as a Stam Mishnah, an anonymous Mishnah, and when Rebbe, Rebbe Nasi writes halachas that have no attribution, they're just Stam, they're anonymous, that means the halacha is like that. So we're saying a din here, we're saying a halacha. The rule is, one must mention the exodus of Egypt, or from Egypt, in the evenings. 
in addition to the daytime, as we'll see in a moment. That doesn't necessarily mandate saying the third paragraph of Shema, as I said before, but in practice, that's how it's come to be. That's how we do it. The Tosiyonto simply says, since in the morning, that's how Chazal set it up. So now we've sort of patterned that in the evening as well, and also saying Kriyashma all three paragraphs. But it doesn't have to be that way at all. And like I told you already, repeating myself, in Eretz Yisrael, in effect, and the time of the Talmud, it seems they perhaps didn't. You'll see similarly um, in the second parak, the second Mishnah, we'll see Bez Hashem tomorrow, uh, that it seems perhaps there's no application of that third paragraph in the nighttime. Now, this Mishnah will now sound very familiar to you because it's probably the most famous Mishnah um, of all, perhaps, outside of Pirkei Avos anyways, because this Mishnah appears in the Haggadah. And you'll remember it. It comes on the heels of the story of the five rabbis who got together in Lod, Rabbi Kiva's town, and they talked about the Exodus of Egypt and its miracles all night until the students came and said, our teachers, it's time to say Kriyashma. One of those five rabbis was Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. And the next line of the Haggadah says that this very Mishnah, our very Mishnah, that Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah says dot, 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 as we'll see now in the Mishnah. So this has become very famous. An amazing thing is that many Haggadahs actually have the Nusach, their version says that not, as we read it here in our Mishnah, I'll read to you inside now, it says, Amar Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah said, Hare Anika ben Shivim Shana, I am like the man of 70 years old. It actually says in the many Haggadahs, Amar Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah lahem. Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah said to them, the other four rabbis meeting in Lud, making this Mishnah, this part of the Mishnah, actually part of a conversation that happened on that night. Um, almost no Mishnahis have that girsa, that version, but uh, it does exist in some manuscripts even. In any case, Rebbelezim Rezariah says these very words, I'm like a man of 70 years old. And what he's talking about is based, understanding by the Bartanura, is based on a Gemara in Bavli, where it says, once upon a time, when the rabbis reconvened in Yavna, so the head of the Sanhedrin was a man named Rabban Gamliel, the Nasi, and Rabban Gamliel, on three different occasions, um, ruled with quite a, an iron fist and and uh, forced Rabbi Yoshua, who was greater than him in learning, um, to submit, Rabbi Yoshua should submit himself to the opinion and the psaq of Rabban Gamliel. Now, Rabban Gamliel was, of course, a tzaddik and a, and a tamachacham and meant the very best. He presumably felt that now there was a horbin destruction, the Jews didn't have the luxury of having two schools of thought like Beis Hill and Beis Shammai, that they needed to circle the wagons and have one central psaq uh, din and without, you know, we couldn't have multiple streams of Jewish observance. So therefore he, he was quite firm in trying to bring Rabbi Yeshua back into line with him. But be that as it may, um, the Talmidim in the Sanhedrin, the men of the Sanhedrin, felt that he was overly uh, aggressive the way he dealt with Rabbi Yeshua, and they almost mutinied. They basically said, we're going to dethrone uh, Rabban Gamliel from the Nasius, from being the Nasi, and replace him. And they chose to replace him with this man, Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria. And as the Gemara there says, when they offered Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria to be the Nasi, he did what every good husband, wise man does. He says, I need to consult with my wife. And he asked his wife, and she said, no, you can't do that because, you know, you don't even look the part. You're a young man. 
and the Talmud says he was 18 years old. The Bavli says 18. The Yerushalmi says he was 16. Um, but the Bavli says he was 18. And uh, a miracle happened to him, Nasib Nes, and and uh, he had 18 rows of gray hairs, meaning his beard went gray overnight to show symbolically that he was like a zakan, like an old man. One of, of wisdom. So that's what the Pasha says. That's the Bartanur understands it. Harani Kibin Shivim Shana means that I am not really 70, but I'm as if I am 70, uh, in terms of, you see that I have, you know, divine sanction. God himself did a miracle to show that he's behind me. And therefore I should be listened to. And yet you'll see in a moment that the rabbi didn't listen to him. The Rambam, famously, the rationalist that he was, says no miracle. It must be a matter of natural forces that Rebbelezim Nazaria just studied so hard and with, you know, so many sleepless nights pressing himself that, Old age came upon him, and his body was as if showed as if he were seventy years old and, and, and old because of the intense study that he had applied, um, and therefore, the relevance of Rabbi Nazaria saying that he's like seventy would be to emphasize the extraordinary amount of scholarship of studying that he had done, and yet he wasn't able to convince them, as the next line of the Mishnah says, "Below Zachisi, I was not able to convince them." That's how the Bartonon understands it. I couldn't. I couldn't convince the rabbis that there should be mention of the exodus of Egypt in the evening also. I couldn't anyways until Ben Zoma came and did find a drasha, find a, an allusion in a verse that suggests one should mention the exodus not just in the day but in the nighttime. As the verse says in Devarim so that you should Remember the day you left Egypt, all the days of your life. Now the word, all the days of your life, kol that extra kol is is a yitur, it's superfluous, and therefore he makes the drasha, yimeichayecha, it could have just said the days of your life, and that would mean just the daytimes, hayamim. Kol the fact that it added the word kol to say all the days of your lives, that comes, that word kol comes to add halelos, the evenings as well. That was the drasha that Benzoma gave forth, and Benzoma, According to the Bartanur, that happened on the day, on the very day that Rav Azariah was promoted to being a Nasi, he opened the doors to the base of Midrash, says the Gemara, and they had to bring in hundreds of new rows of benches to fit old people who were desperate to come into the base of Midrash because while Rav Gamlila was the, was the Nasi, he said you couldn't come learn in our base of Midrash unless you were Tocho Kabaro, unless you were a Tzadik through and through, outside and, outside and in, and therefore people who hadn't yet sort of mastered themselves weren't welcome to come in. Um, but uh, Rabbi Lezben Azariah said, no, the basement should be open for everybody. And there was a huge flowering of Torah creativity as, you know, the basement was flooded, but people wanted to learn. And on that day, part of that creativity was Benzoma's arrival and bring a, a source um, to Rabbi Lezben Azariah's uh, din. Uh, there's a Gemara in Sota and Mem Tess that says that uh, Benzoma was like a premier darshan when his, his, Drushas had especially took with them especially significant weight in the eyes of the Chachamim. In any case, so Rabbi Lezben Azariah says, I'm as if I were 70 years old, meaning either, and therefore I had divine sanction, look, Hashem did a miracle for me, or that's the Partanura. According to Rambam, I'm a man of like a lifetime of, of you know, relentless scholarship, and yet, Lo Zachiti, I couldn't convince them, says the Partanura, that. Tzitzvah Sraim is mentioned in the evenings until Benzoma made the drasha. According to the Rambam, interestingly, Zachisi is much easier to understand. Zachisi means I didn't have the zchus. 
I didn't merit to convince them until I came up with, until Benzoma had a drasha, meaning that the din was always a din, but I didn't have a drasha to prove, pr- prove my case. I didn't have this of having a drasha until Benzoma showed up. Now, the last part of the Mishnah is, reads, first before I tell you the problems, reads, the rabbi said, not necessarily. Days of your life, that could be referring not to every day as opposed to night, but every day, in this current world order, meaning before the Yemos Mashiach. Um, however, the extra word kol comes to add, meaning that even when the Mashiach comes and there'll be new, renewed, massive miracles that are required to sort of gather in the exiles and turn the Jewish people back to Torah and solve our problems. Um, and those those miracles will presumably um, supersede the miracles of, uh, of the exodus of Egypt even. Um, nevertheless, the miracles of Egypt will not be forgotten and, and must still be remembered. So if you actually string it together in one long, one short thought, According to the Bartanura, the way that the Mishnah reads is, the din is, one must mention, it's the time of the night. Benzo, uh, Allah's ben Azariah said, I couldn't convince the rabbis my position, convince them, I couldn't, I couldn't convince them until Benzo might give his drasha. But then the Mishnah continues and said, the rabbis reject that drasha, and they say, not necessarily, could be talking about the most Mashiach, not talking about nighttime. So the Gemara reads quite strange according to the Bartanura, because then it doesn't, we don't see how in fact, Rabbi Lazar Nazari was Zoha. He was how he was victorious in convincing them. They weren't convinced. So, two basic answers. Um, the Chadushia Gras says that actually he didn't know that they rejected it. Um, that this last sentence here at the Chamim saying not necessarily is, uh, was added by Rebbe when he edited the Mishnah, but uh, that he thought he had won, so to speak. Um, alternative Tosu Yomtov says that, that, um, they were, they were arguing over the significance, the relative significance of the two exoduses, but ultimately, um, since there's a verse in Yirmiya, which says, uh, it's a Pasuk, Perik Chav Gimel, Pasuk Zayin Ches, God says that days will come in the future, that uh, the Jews, like I sw- people will swear in the name of God, saying he's the God who took the Jews out of Egypt, rather, that Hashem, they swear in the name of God that he's the one who took them out of the subsequent exile, meaning the Messianic redemption. So since there is such a verse like that, that really, that in the end, indeed, people will stop mentioning the significance of the exodus of Egypt as the primary exodus. So really, the the Pasuk supports Herbalism and Azariah, and therefore, the Cham, you know, bowed their heads and submitted to them ultimately, and that's why the din is according to everyone that one bottom line must mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim every evening.